Our aim was to create a plant with a scent that makes its owner happy. We are entering a new era here. Yeah, um, Little Joe. Uh, uh, directed by um, Jessica Hausner, uh, Austrian filmmaker, I believe. Yeah, Austrian filmmaker and screenwriter who studied under um, or studied with um, Michael Haneke, um, who needs no introduction. Um, nice. Film stars Emily Beecham uh, and Ben Whishaw. Uh, Emily Beecham from the recent movie Daphne. Um, uh, film was co-written um, with uh, Hausner's usual um, collaborator um, Geraldine Bachard or Bayard. Um, thoughts? I liked it. I think there were parts of it that I think it could have been better, but I did definitely like the film. <laughs> um, the one thing that I did point out and we did discuss earlier was the the aesthetic and the design of the film was amazing. Uh, there were parts in the film that I thought could be a little bit necessarily like OTT in some ways, um, and obviously we can delve into that later. Um, I quite like the idea of sort of like the whole mixing of like the coming of age, flowers blossoming, you know, that kind of like Yonic feel of like the flower opening up. Um, you did say it was a reference to like an old film that the, it was like it had like a starlight. It was Invasion of the Body Snatchers. But yeah, and what was well, really, she? Sorry, yeah. in a Q and A before the actual film, yeah. she said that that was a big reference for her. No, definitely, definitely. Um, one thing, yeah, I think the main actress in it, she was she was good. Emily I, Beecham. Emily Beecham. I think she was really good. Emily. Um, when the writer was talking in the Q and A, saying that she wanted to do a real subtle performance. I definitely did see that with Emily's sort of like character and her sort of like, uh, well, her composition in, in the film. Um, but then I think that maybe some of the other actors in it, it didn't really read quite well with them together mm -hmm. on the screen. But that's just something that I, I picked up. I, I didn't think it was subtle at all. I thought um, what she was going for was more of a, a kind of uh, pointed um uh melodrama uh acting and that you know melodrama not being um a pejorative but um she it was kind of she was trying to have, do a take on the 50s and 70s movies of like uh the the revenge of nature uh and sort of 50s sci-fi like um Invasion of the Body Snatchers, um, mm. the novel Day of the Triffids. Um, that's it. That's that's the one that I was, yeah. Uh, a Little yeah. Shop of Horrors. Yeah, the the uh, Mark Commode's Guardian review. Um, the Day of the Triffids meets Little Shop of Horrors. He gives it four stars out of five. Um, yeah, which I disagree with. But as regards to the performances, um, she was she was good. I, I agree with mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah. And she was, I actually think, you know, she was great in Daphne and I didn't, li I didn't like Daphne at all. I didn't like the screenplay or the direction. I didn't, I just didn't like any other, many other the supporting uh, actors, but she was really good in it. And, and I feel sorry for her. Um, it, that sounds patronizing, but I mean, like mm. she's brilliant, you know, and I think she, I, she felt unsupported in Daphne and she, for my money, felt unsupported in this movie as well, yeah. um, which brings us to Ben Whishaw. Why do you think she felt unsupported? Yeah, supported? in this film. In this yeah. film, yeah. Well, unsupported by uh, lacking elements is what I mean. Like, her good performance was um, 
I don't want to sound flippant, but was like almost put to waste in a way because okay. I felt like the script wasn't there, the the direction wasn't there really. I mean, the camera work is something we can get into, but um, yeah, she and, and Ben Whishaw's hammed up. Also, just the Irish guy. I can't remember the kid. Like all of it was so over the top, and I think at least Beecham understood the. Uh, she understood the references to the older movies and yeah. the older way of acting, but she she played it with like um, a, a, a modernness, you know. Like well, she played it with some kind of authenticity, yeah, authenticity I guess. Yeah. And, yes. and I think it, the one thing that is very clear, I really liked the film. Uh, I think I liked it mostly for style reasons. Mm-hmm. I think it shows uh, it shows like a director that's kind of playful and maybe too playful at times maybe too aware too aware that she is a director and can make directorial decisions to sort of yeah just maybe sometimes too pretentious but um but it was very clear that it was an austrian sort of an austrian character speaking in english um and i think that's what made the performances feel just slightly off yeah uh, and and i don't and i think we were what we were left wondering is that part of the style or is it just a sort of performance issue i think it's both i think it's both i think it's an issue with the dialogue in the script but it's also like the dialogue was supposed to be very it's hard to explain it's it comes through in fassbender's sci-fi movie um world on a wire i think it's actually a a two-part tv thing but it, it has in, in also all of fassbender's movies like it, it has this kind of awareness of it of its falsity in a way like it, it's okay. it's robotic and it's yeah. like it's almost like that movie submarine by um richard richard Ayoade, but like uh, or, or almost in fact scrap that reference but uh it's it's more like um killing of a sacred deer and dog tooth and that sort of like monotone yeah but it just it just didn't do you feel, think yeah. obviously this sort of like uh, less so, less so. the monotony of like the acting style do you think that was something that she or you know uh well the director was was aware of um or do you think that it it was one thing for the lead actor emily um and then the others didn't really have that sort of like sort of like incentive to, to do that. that well, I sense. thought she was the least robotic. Yeah, all yeah. I think that she wanted to make her character more real, if anything. Okay. And, and maybe that's and where the anything, tension was. Exactly, mm. because it was very clear that it was a directorial decision to be kind of robotic in performance. Mm. But Emily Beecham managed to make a performance robotic and also really authentic at the same time, yeah. which is why she was great. But at the same time, it just clashed with everyone else because not everyone else could do that, especially when you don't have a character that's a little bit more complex that has more screen time blah 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 blah. so it's like you can't really expect secondary characters to do that um and so it just felt that's why it has to be done in the writing as well yeah so it just kind of felt like eh, just like slightly off yeah i think for me since emily's performance was quite strong and then some of the other performances did feel very sort of like BBC at its best in a way. Yeah, I was way. about to you say know? that. Like, it feels like a good Doctor Who yeah, episode. Yeah, so it was these two things of like this kind of like real sort of like subtle art house form and then this Doctor Who, you know, <laughs> coming... Very one-note yeah. um, acting, especially the 
I can't remember the character's name, but the uh, older woman who has the dog. Oh, her name was Bella, right? Yeah, yeah Bella. Bella. Yeah, um, Bella. Bella and Bello. Um, but yeah, she was like something out of a BBC drama. It's like, okay, e- everyone at home understands. And that, I mean, I don't think it's, I- I'm saying the BBC often patronizes home viewers by mm. making their characters very one note. So yeah. they're simple to understand. But yeah, um, I mean, we're sure. Uh, mm-hmm. We maybe disagree on that. What do you reckon? I what did like you see we- in that performance? I think I, I personally, I like, I like Wishaw. I, I really do like Wishaw. I, I do think that at the beginning of the, the film, I feel he did sort of like match her in the sort of like understate acting styles. I think in terms of some direction with certain things being <laughs> thrown at him in the camera, oh, yeah. um, I think it sometimes did go a little bit sort of like OTT in some places, but I did think that, you know, there was a subtlety with Wishaw. I think it's just, he's got something in his eyes, which I do like, mm. but I understand. What do you think anyway about you? What don't you? You know, I just thought it was way, <clears throat> it was just really hammy. I can't really okay. describe it another way. I just felt like, again, I think it's a problem with the script. Um, like somebody that I know recently saw Surge, the film that he's in, yeah. that just played Sundance and he won Best Actor for it, Sundance, nice. which I haven't seen yet because it's not in release. But um, that person who saw it told me uh, that he's, he, he's, terrible in it like he's he's not good in mm. it it's it's like so over the top and he's so he plays like this eccentric kind of guy he's like very twitchy and very and i think that's what in this movie he was like too um he was like too he he made his character too weird okay. like too like hmm yes how yes. are you you know like too like robotic like an old movie character yeah. that's like uh, al- almost like uh, you won from uh, 2001, a day from 2001, the yeah. computer. You know, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Like you a know? kind of black mirror. That yeah. kind of led me to the point of... Wait, Hal, his name's Hal. He <laughs> says, I'm Dave, I can't do that for you. Sorry, okay. Hal. Yeah. yeah. It led me to the point of, because if you're saying the character was, you know, quite very, like, say, hammy or, or s- in a way, the whole, the theme is like, you know, sterile and the, the acting style is very sort of like, you know, subdued and just very clinical. Um, it it did lead me to the point of when things were happening, uh, maybe his character wasn't changing. There wasn't actually like change, or there wasn't sort of mm. like mood switches in the character. It might have just gone from sort of like one mood to the extreme, and there wasn't any sort of like uh, nuance or any journey within his character. Mm. I think that might be, uh, have been the thing because it was very focused on Emily and you know her son Joe and little Joe. I think yeah, I think you're right actually, because he was weird, and even when he was hitting on her, he was quite one note. Because there's this. So if anyone doesn't know, like the movie is about um, this uh, scientist who has developed a flower that they're growing in a lab with this team. That uh, like any plant, you give it water, love, you talk to it, and it and it blossoms. But what the flower does is it kind of gives off this pollen that makes you happy so it's almost like an antidepressant drug or like a happy drug mm-hmm. and that the the question the dramatic question is whether the flower is starting to exert some sort of control over its subjects right and and so as the as this thing starts to unfold as as they this the scientist or a secondary character warns everybody um that that warns the scientist that this is happening and they don't believe her, obviously. It's only Emily, Emily Beecham's character that starts to um, see changes. That um, Ben Wishaw's character mm. doesn't change as that change. Yeah. I mean, n- 
not yeah. in, not in a way that I noticed anyway. Look what I have for you. What do you say we call him Little Joe? You have to take good care of it. Keep it warm. Talk to it. It needs attention. What's so special about it? It makes you happy. No, no, no. You can't tell that he's been infected as much. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's also a problem of consistency. There were times where, you know, there's a scene around the table with the son who's clearly been infected and his friend, and they become really robotic. And it and and in that scene, it's so caricatured that it it goes to that place of like, of uh, this killing of a sacred deer place, and it is really bizarre. But because the rest of the film falls into this in between of is this authentic or is this sort of like more satirical or or something, then um, it's just not fully convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think aside from the the performances, I think I think the themes that it sort of touches on. Are, have have the potential to be really interesting you know it is about the sort of scientists creating their own creature their own monster and it's sort of overpowering them or or being more powerful or having you know the mind of their own yeah in the Q&A before she said it was she wanted to make Frankenstein but about no her big reference was Frankenstein uh the Mary Shelley novel um or uh, but she wants to make it about motherhood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she wanted it to be about sort of about female scientists sort of scr- struggling between her two babies, which it was. But it was so painfully just about that. Yeah. The, again, like it was a, it was, it was almost felt like a spoof of a fifties horror movie, not an interesting take that's inspired by that. Yeah. You know, I think for me. Uh, this might have just been, I think, a problem that, well, not necessarily a problem, but something that I would have liked to have seen is, um, I think the CGI for me, it, not saying that it came across as a little, it was very, very not cheesy, but quite melodramatic. I think if they played on the flower blossoming and maybe not showing sort of like the pollination of it infecting the users, uh, as an audience member, I wouldn't have known if actually this flower is doing it to yeah. these people or not. Because part of the dramatic yeah. uh, structure, or like part of the dramatic question, is that is this in her head because yes. of her situation yeah. with her son, or is it actually happening? Exactly. But clearly, seeing you know the pollen and how it what it's doing, and obviously it's sort of um, its process of how it will sort of like infect people to survive because you know it's barren. Um, I was a bit like, yeah, okay, so here's the flower. Okay, so how are we going to Yeah, the there's almost no <laughs> real uh, red herring or like leading on to ask that question. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty obvious that it's uh, a supernatural or like um, it's not a psychological, there's no psychological explanation. It's actually happening. What we think is happening is actually happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think maybe, I think we've talked about this, but I think maybe the effect of the flower, of, of it, you know, it kind of just changes your personality ever so slightly and it makes you love the flower so much that you'll do anything to protect it and that's how and it will therefore, keep, re- yeah. keep reproducing. I just think the premise of that just was not strong enough for this sort of Frankenstein kind of concept. I just wish, I wish it had been, I actually wish it had been something a bit more visual okay. or... Um, because because you didn't see the characters change that much. I think when characters changed and their personality sort of all of a sudden just switched, it was signaled mostly through music, which I think... And the, the music, way they talk. Yeah. 
and the way they talk yeah but sometimes you know like how much time have we spent with these characters anyways like you don't with some of them it's very obvious but with others in which case that just reinforces the fact that if 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 someone changed the way they talk then it's like well then yeah they are infected it's not in her head we weren't given any chance to um question her legitimacy yeah. as a as a third person narrator if you will you know it's yeah. like we're talking about the turn of the screw yesterday and how exactly. that's an example of the pure fantastic genre of not knowing whether there's a difference not knowing if it's a scientific or a supernatural explanation but your point is that even the music and the camera work signaled to the fact that it was a it was the dark explanation we suspected it would be yeah um yeah i guess and the question is what would it have given us yeah i mean i guess again it's it's this question of what is the film really about if it is about motherhood i don't think i quite felt her struggling too much with motherhood she seemed to change her mind but she didn't yeah the only thing was that her son was moving out like it was it could that that uh, beat those beats could have been way more severe. Yeah. Like it could have actually yeah. made her struggle a lot more. And I don't yeah. think, and in and in, in the idea that it's about motherhood because it's this plant, you know, and this plant is her baby, and and I don't think she ever seriously considers killing the baby. I mean, we see her talk to her coworkers and be worried about the effects of it, and maybe want to get some genome testing to make sure it doesn't have an allergic reaction. But it's like, can we maybe see her even try to cut it, even if it needs to be that explicit? Yeah, she only does it right at the end when she lowers the spoilers, but she lowers the temperature. But you don't even see that action. You just see the temperature gauge and you see she's in the room, I I think. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, the temperature is like not violent enough of a an action or it hasn't been set up enough properly so the action is violent enough yeah. for it to have any effect yeah know? i think i think we I, th- I wish we would have seen these sort of decisions of motherhood with uh, sort of parallels between the sun and the flower flower be i guess more yeah more explicit and more violent sort of questions for her because i guess in a way it just felt like we were just experiencing the situation happen to her rather than sort of being with her and that that is a stylistic choice and uh i think the director is one of those kinds of directors that um yeah makes lots of stylistic choices that make the film really great to watch but in that i mean i think whenever you get into films that are maybe too stylistic for the sake of being stylistic you lose what the story actually needed and Mm. yeah maybe the story needed a little bit more it it didn't uh, the structure was there as a very traditional mm-hmm. structure but a lot of the beats needed change into some i don't know yeah there was just the stakes weren't high enough and i know that's such a bullshit no yeah. but like it just de- the like there wasn't in this case it happens to be true like yeah i would have liked to have seen maybe a bit more of a relationship with her because she was the one who was heading, you know, this this project, this this plan. I would have liked to maybe have seen her struggle a bit more with mm-hmm. the plan and in destroying it in a way, and w- maybe seeing the, the sort of like the effects that it has on Joe, and then also seeing little Joe and her struggle with the plan. Because at was one point I'd be like, okay, well, if this is basically like you know going to be fucking up the people, and I took it home as a, m- a mother or as a parent, and I see it actively, like, you know, changing my child. 
um, well, not a mother, but as if you know, his parent, I probably would have had a, a battle with that plan. Yeah, and then ha- would have liked to have seen the consequences between Joe, uh, Emily's character, the mother, and then also like her basically wanting to, to destroy this. Yeah, I think there. you're right. That I, would have been all. That would have been very good. So you know, there was not a lot of internal struggle from her, and yeah. there yeah, also wasn't a lot of external. Like if the I, I understand that the antagonist is a plant, therefore the the antagonism antagonistic drama has to manifest itself in the characters that it's um in the characters that it is infecting but there wasn't enough it kind of just kept jumping between several characters that are or aren't infected like that french guy with the hair and yeah and then it's not even he was he wasn't even antagonizing her he, he was there was no dramatic element scenes yeah, with, her, with her it was just with the the um with bella with the dog and all that it just yeah it, it was all over the fucking show. Man. Yeah, I, th- I agree with that. But then sort of looking at the other side of, of the coin is that maybe the director wanted exactly to show that, you know, the situation of this sort of is circum- the situation where it sort of just happens. You know, people are in a corporate institution and they don't quite know how to fight against it because especially when you're in this kind of structure where your boss questions it at first, but then your boss is infected. But obviously your boss supports the project then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it kind of, in a way, the subtlety of it is kind of interesting because it it, it is more plausible where like you could find yourself in an institution where there is something that's wrong, but but in which case, then you, we, I agree with you. We mm-hmm. d- it doesn't need to be externally over the top, but at the same time, there was no, we didn't. I didn't get any sense of internal struggle, and you yeah, can, that's you true. can do that, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, uh, leading off, you know, taking from your point, it is that thing of <laughs> having this going back to Frankenstein. You know, Frankenstein's monster having this thing that you've you've essentially created that everyone is so sort of like adverse and ag- against it, and then it being a bad thing. But then, because obviously the plant has infected everyone around you, uh, what do you do then? You know, because if this is your project and you know you are going to get some sort of like rewards for this project or this plant, um, I would like to maybe have seen seen that more really. Uh, but yeah, I did. I kind of I did like that character because it's a bit like, oh, I've created this great thing and it's going to be amazing and it's going to do this. And we want to sell it. We want to push it out. But then, but did uh, you did you really get like? I didn't feel a sense of uh, her as creator, her as god, or her yeah. as uh, no Frankenstein. No, well, yeah, not not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, I probably wouldn't say no. I mean, you do see her like sort of test the genomes, and you do see yeah. people question her of how she did it, but. It's almost like had we seen her, you know, the one that feels and has the attachment to the flower like creator is more like her son because he has to take care of it. And he's, you know, he's seen watering the plant. And yeah, yeah she doesn't have this adoration for the flower like she should. I think the camera does. Mm-hmm. I think the aesthetics of the film, the director definitely has an adoration for the flower, but, but it's not, not the in character. the script. But yeah. yeah. From f- what I would have been interesting, um, who was uh, the the um, the old lady with the mental illness? Uh, who Bella. Bella. Bella, yeah, Bella. Uh, I th- think her relationship with her with with the dog. That's not my dog, you know. That's not my dog. That's not my. That's not my animal. I think if we had something like that with with um, Emily's character and Joe. Yeah, the there wasn't there, enough of. That's that, not my. Son, that's not yeah. my son. That's not my son. And. Also, the whole thing with the dog was too mu- was like a blatant, not even a foreshadowing. It was just like telling us what's going to happen. I yeah, think. of course, of course, that's the thing. And now we're like, okay, we see, you know, definitely where this is 
where this is going. But in terms of the themes of, you know, having little Joe, um, and I was saying this before, like, you know, little Joe in sort of like an allusion to sort of like a penis or some sort of phallic object. And it Does explain like what uh, the plant's sterile, right? Like yeah, the plant's sterile, so it's barren, so it basically can't, it essentially can't... Um, it can't essentially like procreate if that makes sense. Yeah, so, because they're scared. It's because when yeah. they're doing the CRISPR gene editing thing, they yeah. don't want to create something terrible, and then it can just uh, exactly reproduce wildly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it reproduces through basically infecting um, basically anyone around it, humans, dogs, uh, for them to uh, protect the plant, and then you know make it spread in that sort of way. Which spoiler alert is what we definitely go on to. Why it's alluded to that what what happens in the end. Um, but yeah, uh, I did. I wanted to know, and I'd love to, like, well, you know, I'd not love to ask it, but I'd like to ask it, like, obviously playing on sort of like little Joe, meaning like, you know, like, you little Joe, you little Todger, like a little penis, like, can that be, is that something that she wanted to sort of like allude to in terms of like the flower? It was very, it was phallic in, in so many different ways. And yeah. I mean, I think that there is a sort of allusion to a penis or some kind of phallus because the film constantly sort of works on the premise of, of of men not having a role yeah you know the ma the man does not have a role the father does not really have a role in the house yeah. um ben wishall who, who's her like romantic could be her potential romantic interest is com is very quickly shut down yeah and again he doesn't quite have like a role but then at will. the end of that scene where they're in the pub and he kisses yeah. her and he kisses her a second time oh no he, he tries to kiss her and then he actually yeah. kisses her it was almost as if like the the filmmaker wanted us to know that like the the beat was oh yeah they got together like it didn't seem like she should have walked out or something because after that i was like so are they together now or did she reject him or what yeah i mean i think i just saw it as her as sort of awkwardness um yeah but then after that weren't mm. you just like okay are they together it would have been better if they got together and he was like sleeping there and it, it maybe him and the son had this I um yeah like uh thing with the plant you know personally for me i think as you were saying like a lot of the men in the film were were emasculated and i feel that was a way to basically make the plant seem like it was the most dominant masculine force yeah but the thing is that the plant is the most dominant force but in turn what the plant would do is make the man dominate again okay yeah. do you know what i mean because they the plant would take over ben wishall and take over the the son but but she remained quite a passive character in a way mm -hmm. she didn't quite take initiative and she was constantly swayed by what the male character of ben wishall was sort of ma trying to manipulate her out of sort of telling people that there was something wrong with the plant. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't think she thought that deeply about it, but it kind of almost was like this perpetuation of male dominance. Yeah. Men have lost their role in society. And so, but this plant is obviously so that trying to sort of seep into society again and trying to find that role and whether it's, you know, uh, emotional manipulation of women, I don't know. Haven't you noticed how Chris has changed? I think little Joe's pollen has triggered something. Little Joe changes the people he infects. Oh, camera work. Uh, I, I liked it. 
or yeah, I liked Camerot it. Camerot was great. I the opening scene. I, I, I even though you know we all had different thoughts about that. I thought that was good. Like how it's sort of like you it know was CCTV footage. Yeah, and I was saying before that I would have loved uh, for the you know the film to have played on that sort of like CCTV footage. Of it could have people worked watching way better with that. Yeah. Who's watching? Because at some points, like when it first came out, and you saw the pan from you know the overhead, you know bird's eye view, you know with you know with Shaw. And uh, Emily Beecham speaking about, you know, the plans and this and that, and we're going to do this. That felt very sort of like nice. But then I, at some parts, I didn't really see that as much. And then I I think I saw it again when, uh, spoiler alert, but the young child, uh, when he goes into the lab to basically, you know, with, with his friend or his, his girlfriend. And then it's like this random, duck, get down. Uh, and then we see that come in again. And there might be some other times where that is in there, but I really wish that there was more of that so it was a bit more of like a psychological sort of surveillance that almost as if yeah, yeah. The, it ha- it, the 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 kind of plant and the the vivarium thing or the the greenhouse mm. had this 2001 uh autonomy to, to it do you know what i mean yeah like, yeah that's what i would have liked to see more but in terms of the actual sort of like uh the, the sort of like swaying in the pans of like you know the, of the camera i thought that was like i i did like that it was very good it kind of worked with the aesthetic of the pastels and all that i just like the style of it and i wanted to know what clothes they're wearing <laughs> yeah the clothes yeah, are great the clothes are great yeah yeah i think the clothes was great i think the reds the pops of red the mm-hmm. greens the color i think emily beecham's hair looks great with but, everything yeah. she wears but the, and the camera movement often like li- what the director says often she says it has a life of its own, but yeah. sometimes essentially the camera just leaves the the actors. But in, for, but for no times. reason. Like I enjoyed I it. A lot of times I liked it, it, but it was just for no like reason. I do. I have been thinking about it for the last yeah. twenty four hours, and like I can't think of a, a subtext or like uh, a reading of that camera movement as to. It doesn't have to be like it can also just be visually interesting, which it was, and like I enjoyed it definitely. But I just. I just when a when a director tells you before a film how interesting the camera work is and how it has a mind of its own and blah 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 like it makes me suspicious of like why you do, what like why are you choosing to do that you know Yeah I mean I wish Is is it sorry is it maybe like the flower I mean that's is it maybe that the flower is like this omnipresent omnipotent omnipresent uh you know v- viewer, viewer or yeah, observer like, I mean I almost wish it was something like that. I wish it was clearer that it was, uh, I think ha- had all of the camera movement had this sort of surveillance feel to it. Yeah, that, that's actually, it would have yeah, really worked. Anonymous. You know what, um, you know, there's, there's a bit where the camera tracks in yeah. and there's some like, um, you know, the plastic uh, flaps that they have to keep the cool and the heat out like they have in butchers. Yeah. There's this bit where like there are people behind it, and I thought the camera was going to go through the flaps, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I thought that would be brilliant because you it's almost breaking the fourth wall. You're letting the yeah. people know at the camera, uh, but it doesn't go far enough. She hasn't, yeah. she hasn't got the courage to do that, you know. And so I thought like there were these great moments where the camera has a mind of its own, but it didn't it didn't go far enough for it to be like radical, but it also mm-hmm. didn't really have. Um, I don't think it had another meaning, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think th- I get the sense from this director that she was trying to do something like that, but it didn't quite come together mm. as well as she had thought because she is she does seem quite heady, and I think that you feel that in her decisions a lot. Um, 
and and I think that's why it's quite a fun film to like dissect in a way because it is that heady. But then maybe we l- read too much into it. But what's it. heady um, about it? I don't. I, I think I think it's I a think heady filmmaker making a BBC movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fear can distort our perception of reality. If I made a mistake, then it's my fault. It seems that this has all been a bit much for you. He frightens me. Um, I'm not sure if it all came together the right way, um, and or if if she thought about it enough. But like like the camera movement, something f- makes me think that, that she was trying to be sort of the surveillance. Um, um item or whatever or a camera in the film but because we didn't get that through the story that mm. there maybe there was a surveillance element it didn't quite uh come through um yeah i yeah i think the music was obviously fantastic i think the, the music, music was great was probably the, the best was, yeah. not composed for the film. not composed for the film but definitely found out that. Who it was, would you she have liked to have seen um a more would you have liked to have seen the, the plant in a way take a lot li- a little joe take a life of its own so maybe see from in terms of we're looking at camera work seeing the, the perspective of them looking out to the characters of them you know would yeah you, would you I like I to that would, that's yeah. a good idea i didn't yeah. think about it. like it's them looking yeah. into the plant yeah, yeah. talking to if the camera's looking out of the yeah. point of view of the plant just leading because yeah. that's then you know you'd feel sort of more there'll be more sort of like empathy for the planet of it just needs it wants to be loved it wants to be because i thought it was going to take on this life of like everyone was kind of like be was speaking to the planet and the planet would kind of grow in that sort of way as you would raise a child mm-hmm. but because there wasn't really much much of of that to be honest it was like you know, you need to speak to it. But I didn't really see much of the plan actually being sort of like raised in a way where it was, you know, turning into this like human or to this creature. Um, I probably would have liked to have seen. A bit yeah, more but I, th- I think that is interesting. But I guess the filmmaker was more interested in yeah. this idea of motherhood and Definitely. and a plant. Uh, I, th- I think that the thing is that there were so many interesting strands, but I don't really think there was something that sort of held it together at the core. Mm-hmm. Um so the sorry the mm-hmm. com- just for the record composer is uh, Teiji Ito who died in 1982 it was uh, pre-composed music Japanese Yeah she said yeah. she composed the scenes for the music mm. Um I think the music was great she did do that sort of shining thing where the music is really tense throughout and it just I I think there was you're just expecting something right yeah. You know you're kind of just on edge uh, He sorry he made he did uh he did scores for Maya Darren as well Ah, nice. You're a good mother. But which of your children will you choose? Good night, little Joe. 